Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Today, we have Molly Blakely on the line with us. Um, She's done something very interesting. Uh, She's been a single, um, she's gone out there and she's created this new cookie that's booze and uh, instilled. And what we wanted to do today is kind of go into a personal brand consult and see exactly what she's doing right now and what she could be doing better and how she could really improve her business and take her business to the next level. Um, Molly, why don't you take a moment to like introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Molly Blakely, and I own um, Molly B's Bingers with a Z in uh, Soldotna, Alaska currently, for now. <laughs> And um, I've been in the food industry for over 30 years. I grew up in my mama's diner, and then I owned a catering business. I ended up owning a 200-seat restaurant and bar and a 33-room lodge in Alaska and um, recently sold it and started a cookie business. Oh, wow. That's pretty exciting. Uh, what led you down the path of cookies? Sorry, I didn't get that. Oh, what led you down to the path of cookies? So it was interesting. My son and I actually, I have an 11-year-old son, and we watched the movie Chef, and it was all about having a food cart or a, a food truck. And so I told him, one day we'll do that. And so that day was last summer. And so um, we live in um, an area that's known for the king salmon fishing. So um, it's actually world famous for king salmon fishing. So we started this taco truck, and I did help the tacos, and my son helped me, and we had the best time ever. During that time, I ended up uh, thinking it was probably a good idea to have some sort of dessert. Well, since I had just sold my bar, I had all this booze in my garage, because with the liquor <laughs> um, laws, you can't transfer the liquor with the sale. Mm. So I had all this booze, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to throw some brandy in these cookies, and... Then I was looking around my kitchen and looking at whatever else I had. I had, like, dried apricots, and I had some coconut shreds, and I had some white chocolate. So I threw it all in the cookie. And uh, that day, the cookies sold out, like, within, like, the first half an hour. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. So then the next day, I'm like, well, what am I going to put in these? I put Kahlua, and, like, um, I put some, like, uh, pumpkin puree, and, um, you know, just made them, you know, salted pistachios. Anything I could think of that I thought would be a good food combination. And pretty soon people were coming, not only for the tacos, but mostly for the cookies. And it, it started to get a little crazy. People would pull up behind the truck and just bang on the door and they'd say, we don't care what kind of cookies they are, we just want them all today. Like, whatever kind <laughs> you have, I will buy them all. And I'm like, oh, okay. So wow. it, it started to take off. It was, it was incredible. So that's how it, it began. We stopped the taco truck and started the cookie business. It's kind of crazy how tacos could lead to cookie sales and how that could just take off and just really do so well. It's been amazing. I even, um, you know, I started on um, with the cookie business itself. I really wanted to have a super cute box. I wanted people to have an experience when they got the Mm -hmm. cookies. I wanted them to be excited. And so my little box looks like a little oven. It has four burners on it, and it's like a retro pink box. And when you open it up, it says to bake your day. And... um, I just wanted people to be excited and happy about it. You know, when they saw it, I wanted them to have an, a feeling before they even ate the cookie that this is going to be like the best thing ever. And um, it worked really well. I um, joined a subscription box um, club, per se, and um, put my cookies on there. And people started getting them and started getting them. And then um, after, like, my second month, BuzzFeed actually featured my cookies as, like, the it was, Best 25 boxes for uh, the holidays, um, and I was number three out of the top 25, and oh, wow. it was incredible. You know, we went, I went from, like, doing about 20 dozen a week to about 35 to 40 dozen a day every single day, and it's just, you know, growing and growing and growing. It's just been awesome. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math here. Sounds like it's doing pretty it's, well, and it's continually, to, it's continually growing, and that's a great thing. It's been awesome. uh, It's just been so cool. Cool. 
so right now what you've been really focusing on is one, probably trying to figure out how to get your cookies into the retail stores and two, how to figure out how to get more online orders outside of just Alaska. Is that correct? So, um, yeah, always building up and growing is great. And when I decided to go ahead and do this cookie business, because I've, I've had 13 businesses. I'm like the founder of Roller Derby in the state of Alaska. I've done, you know, uh, gift baskets and floral design and all sorts of crazy stuff. And I thought, this is going to be a national business. With this one, I'm done doing like small potatoes just in state or just in my little town. And I'm actually going to take it to another level. So when I did scale it and got the box and got the packaging and everything, when I was creating it and designing it all, it was with the mindset that, yes, this will be a national a national thing. And I have been already, um, Safeway, Albertsons, you know, that little franchise, not very little, has reached out to me. <laughs> so has Walgreens. So has, um, another East Coast grocery store that I've, I haven't heard of before. So I've got, uh, you know, it's been amazing. Like I've, I've got uh, so much happening so quickly that, um, and it's still just me and my 11 year old. Uh, he got to, you know, stay home from school a couple times because we were so overwhelmed with <laughs> stuff and he's a 4.0 <laughs> student so it wasn't a big deal but he helped me tremendously getting the boxes out for the Christmas season and now the Valentine's is really picking up again. That's so awesome that he's really be able to like be so involved in the process at 11 years old. I mean I wish I was involved in the project like that when I was 11 especially when it's something he wanted to do it's so exciting that since he's only 11, he's able to be involved in the project and be so heavily involved with everything. That's so, that's so cool. He's, he's, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're getting all this traction. You're about to get your cookies into stores all across the country, and things are going pretty well. And you kind of want to make it so that your brand goes to the next level. So more people are noticing your cookies, more people are noticing what you're doing, and all that kind of falls into play, right? Absolutely. So when I launched it um, back um, in like the September time, I w launched it as Loaded Cookies. Mm -hmm. um, since then, I've met a branding guy who went to my website and he was super nice, but he said, your website sucks. And I said, yeah, I'm not a website person. I'm a, I'm a cookie making lady currently. And so he said, well, let me help you. And he did. And he actually rebranded me and, um, we launched last week or week before last. It's been, everything's kind of in a phase right now and like a fog. It's going so fast, but we launched as Molly B's bingers. Um, and, um, cause people need to binge on these cookies. And so, um, he helped me with the packaging and everything we are on now, um, the Range Me website, and we're launching four flavors that we'll put in the stores. I found a cookie co-packer, and I've also found someone to do my um, packaging and everything. And so um, now I'm in, a, in, in strategically placed in the spot that I wanted to be, but we're in need of an investor at this point because mm -hmm. if I get a PO, say, from – Albertsons or Walgreens who have already initiated me. They've come to me and said, we want to know more about your cookies, but I wasn't ready and I didn't want to present in a false pretense of being ready. So, yeah. but if they come to me, Walgreens is like 90 days, you know, out and to pay me, I'd have to put my cookies, pay for my cookies. So then my co-packer put them in a store and not get paid for 90 days. So that is the biggest thing I'm up against right now is just, you know, how am I going to pay for, you know, could be, you know, a couple million dollars worth of cookies. Well, one thing is in regards to financing everything, <clears throat> there are bridge and gap loans where the bridge and gap loan acts in between uh, the transaction that's already there. So if you're already holding a purchase order, a uh, bridge gap, a bridge and gap loan would be able to fund that venture, so you won't have to actually get an investor. If you start talking to banks now, you could probably find a bank to uh, back that. Oh, see, 
I didn't know that. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, because there's like in fashion and um, all these different industries, like it's like a net 90, right? So you're sitting on all this inventory and you're like, how am I going to go and cover all this? Uh, that's where bridge and loan, uh, bridge and gap companies come in play. Uh, they charge pretty high interest rates, but then a high interest rate versus having an investor, it's two completely different situations. One, you're losing a little bit off the top and maintaining control of your business. Two, you're uh, getting an uh, investor into your business, but then that could potentially change things down the line too. So it's a little interesting either way, but uh, I think the bridge and gap loan might be a better route for you to look into for now at least. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, it's something I definitely, because I didn't, I've been invited to a couple different trade shows, and I know I say invited, like, of course, everyone's invited to a trade show if they're a vendor, but um, some of them are, are, you know, significant, and I would love to be able to go, but again, the funding for me to get, like, a table at this specific one that um, I really wanted to go to in Vegas, it, just for one table for a 10-minute sit-down with the purchasers of, like, 7-Eleven and and Walgreens and Regal Cinemas and all these things is um, $7,000 just to be able to have, you know, a seat in this. And, you know, I, and, you know, it shouldn't be that big of a deal, but um, when I sold my, my lodge and restaurant and bar, the people who bought it um, ended up having me owner finance it. And I did, and they did not pay me. So I've been in this court battle to try to get paid from them, and then once I do, then I can move forward with everything. But it's just been frustrating because I feel like I'm losing opportunities waiting for the money that should have been in my bank account already. So, Yeah, and, and with any business, cash flow but does become a problem. And um, I think that's just the struggle of any business, especially one that wants to go national. So, I mean, those are daily challenges that any entrepreneur faces. So... Uh, the struggles there—they're overcomable. It just takes time, and you know, just timing everything right, and just hoping things uh, just fall into play. Um, but with yeah. seven thousand dollars to go out there and meet vendors at a trade show, I mean, there's a lot of different things that you could do with even less money to get in front of the same people that could be a little bit more efficient. Um, one mm-hmm. thing I wanted to ask you about real fast is just so that I could kind of take a look over everything with this new branding and packaging. I'm not sure if I saw the new stuff or not. Um, what was your website, the new one that um, has everything on it? Sure. It is www. I don't even know if I need to say that, but I do. Um, Molly, <laughs> M-O-L-L-Y, B's, so B-S dot shop. And the reason why we wanted to brand it Molly B's is because he said that I'm such a big personality and I have other ideas coming out that I want to do with my brand that we didn't want to just only have cookies, you know, loaded cookies. So it's Molly's B's bingers. And then um, when I was uh, making my cookies, I um, did research on how to not have the alcohol in them so that they could be for all ages because I know that I didn't want people to have to like go to my website and click I'm over 21 or to not have be able to ship it all over the nation. And yes, the alcohol cooks out, but to ensure that I wanted to learn how to make extracts. So I did a bunch of research and I learned how to make my extracts. So um, a lot of people don't realize that vanilla extract is made out of vodka. And so um, there's actually more alcohol (laughs) to use to make vanilla extract than there is in Jägermeister. It's like high in, you know, on that, on the percentage rate. So I um, now have made like bourbon extracts, whiskey extracts, uh, Kahlua extracts, um, Amaretto, like Malibu rum, any kind of, you know, alcohol you can think of, I have turned it into an extract. So now it's just the essence of that amazing flavor of the alcohol, but there's no alcohol in it. So it, it makes it really cool that people can like the bacon with maple and Jameson whiskey all in a cookie with white chocolate is my number one seller. And it's delicious. I'm and excited you can just taste to try that. Of that Jameson. <laughs> I love Jameson. I drink so much Jameson off the back. Oh, wait, we're on there. <laughs> <laughs> so do, are you on the new website uh, now? I drink all these things, huh? 
Oh, yeah, I'm on the new website right now. I'm scrolling through it right now, and I want to give you all this feedback, but I want to dive into this for a little yeah. bit and have a few seconds to look it over and really absorb it. Uh, let's hop off to okay. a commercial break real fast so we could so I could get some time to really digest your website, look it over, and see all these details. Okay. Uh, Molly, where could everyone That's find good. you online? Say it again. Where could everyone find you online, Molly? mollybees.shop m-o-l-l-y-b-s dot shop perfect and you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter and we'll be back after this commercial break be sure to friend us on Facebook you can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America it's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. We're here with Molly Blakely of Molly B's Fingers. And we've been kind of going over her website just to give an audit to see what what's going on on the website, what looks great, what doesn't look great, what could be improved, and things like that. And I had a chance to look at mollybees.shop. If you're on the web, if you're online right now, go to mollybees.shop. S-H-O-P, and take a look at her site. There's some amazing cookies on there. You get a little quick bio about her. You can see um, Molly riding a skateboard, which is pretty cool. And there's all these great <laughs> things going on. And um, Molly, overall, your site looks pretty great. And uh, I think it looks pretty uh, well made. And um, yeah, I'm Thank just you. scrolling through things right now. But it seems like everything's uh, pretty good in regards to like the branding in regards to the cookies and everything. I see that you have your uh, packages here for, um, that's pretty cool, monthly subscription packages. Um, they get cheaper as the months go by. Yeah. And overall, your site looks really, really good, and I, I personally like it a lot. Um, awesome. One thing, well, one thing, though, is as uh, Molly B, you're kind of the face, you kind of become the face of the brand right now with the cookies as you expand lines in the future. Uh, it's going to be other desserts, other things that you might want to do. But regardless, you're going to be staying the face of the company, correct? Yes. And the good thing is you have like 20 years of experience in business, you ran a bar, you've done all these different things within the food and beverage industry. So pretty much when it comes to like food and beverage, you're really like an expert in the area, right? I would think at this point, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was me hopping on for six months, I'd be like, I don't know, Leather Cat really cook. But you, you, I think you're really an expert in the space. You kind of have it down and you know so much about what's going on with your industry. Um, 
one of the main things that you really want to do is you want to drive people to your website. And there's two ways to really do that. One's leading with the product and two's leading with you. Um, <clears throat> I think when it comes to leading with the product, uh, you kind of have that pretty much down, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't really need that much help there. Um, when it comes to leading with you, um, one of the things that you could really do on your website is you could set up an article section and you could start creating different articles. Uh, what I usually do with my clients is I go through a 4V process where it goes vision, voice, volume, and validation. Uh, your vision is pretty intact. Like um, There's really not much that you could really add to your vision. Your vision includes your website, your story, um, how you started out and things like that. Uh, where it looks like you could use a little help is in the voice and the volume section. <clears throat> so what the voice section really is, it's when you're going out there and you're producing content that your target audience is looking for. So what are people who are enjoying food looking for? They're looking for like recipes, they're looking for like tips, they're looking for ways to really <clears throat> make their meals better, looking for certain things that pair uh, well with other things. And <clears throat> what you could really do is, I'm not sure what you like best. Do you like writing? Do you like being on video? Do you like images? Which one of those do you think um, is like the best uh, platform for you to kind of use? And I'm really having a hard time. I'm all of a sudden getting you. Um, my, I don't know what's going on with my, uh, can you hear me okay? I hear you okay. Okay, the Alaska weather gets crazy sometimes. <laughs> Actually, we've been having better weather than everybody else, I think. But um, So uh, I think currently it's by imagery, but um, I we are definitely talking about starting to do videos um, because I think that really having that one-on-one -on -one personal you know, um, thing really makes it real for people when they can meet who I actually am and, and know more about me. And, and, you know, I did, I have written a book, um, that is in the middle of being edited right now that will be published soon. So, um, that will be helpful, I think, to get people to know me better. But as far as like just having the experience of eating my cookies will have nothing to do with the book. And, um, so for that reason, I think that it would be good to have video on the website itself. Yeah, and then that video, you could also share it, not just on your website, but on other platforms, too, like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, yeah. Instagram, Quora, Medium, YouTube. There's all these different places that you could share that content, too. And um, did you have an idea of how you were kind of going to structure those videos? So my branding guy... Um Titan Creative is who, who it is, and he's done things for, like, Nike and Pepsi and, uh, you know, lots of big names. And um, he has told me he's going to have me start doing videos, but he hasn't told me what I'm going to be doing yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I just really trust him because he definitely knows what he's doing. He's, he's worked with the big boys, and, and you know, I'm just a, a woman in Soldotna, Alaska. There's 4,000 people here, and, you know, with, I've got a big vision, so... He's, he's been an awesome attribute to my company for sure. Yeah, the good thing about that, though, is you don't always have to take the corporate route and go with the big um, fancy videos and everything like that, especially since you come from a town of 4,000 people. You have that small roots background. It kind of gives you a little bit of an edge because it makes you a lot more different from the other people out there who are <clears throat> um, promoting these big companies like Oreos and all these other things that are going on. And then like <clears throat> most of those big companies, what they have to rely on is because they're this big corporation is they kind of have to make a mascot, like a little cartoon character to really get people to buy into their products. Uh, what gives you that differentiation is when you're yourself, you kind of stand out, kind of like those cartoons do. Those cartoons are the spokesperson for each and every single brand. Like if you look at Kellogg's, every single cereal that they have has a particular pr uh, cartoon character promoting it. You're kind of like that cartoon character per se for uh, Molly B's fingers. And <clears throat> when you're going out there and creating um, content, some of the things that you really want to do is, um, for me, if I wanted to be most interested in the content you're producing, I kind of want to get that uh, vibe that you're from a town of 4,000 people, that you are um, truly yourself, and I want to really feel that come across the camera. And then okay. when I feel that, like when I'm 
buying the cookies, I kind of get that homemade feeling with it too, where it's like, oh, wow. Um, she's going out here, she's doing these things, and these cu cookies are special. It's like something that not everyone could have. And then when you're doing those videos um, and you're putting them onto these different platforms, you also have the opportunity to get these videos in front of the exact people that you're looking for. And that kind of falls into the volume phase of everything. Um, let's say, theoretically, you did go to the trade show, you spent $7,000, you were there, you have one day to meet with all the purchasers, and you may or may not come home with some deals, right? Right. What if you were to use, like, for example, that list where you're listed as, like, the number three top um, holiday uh, gift, or you were to make your own video talking about the cookie, or <clears throat> you got a different media feature or something highlighting your uh, cookies and everything with your own personality, and you were to get able to get that asset in front of these people with little to no cost, would that be something that you think would be able to kind of... Um, generate a return for you? Oh, I would think so, absolutely. So the great thing about like companies like <clears throat> like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, platforms like that is with their advertising platforms, you can target by one company and two by position. So in those platforms, you could target like purchasers and buyers of food type products or just purchasers and buyers at different companies. Then you can put in like Walgreens, Albertsons, Ralphs, Vons, and all these different companies and add that into there. So when these people would go onto social media, what they end up seeing is they start seeing your videos. They start seeing the list that you're on. They start seeing this um, appear onto their social media feeds when they're using their own personal devices. And then um, you don't even have to spend <clears throat> you don't even have to spend seven thousand on that. You could spend like a dollar a day, two dollars a day, three dollars a day, maybe even ten dollars a day to get in front of that target audience. And when you calculate that out to a year, if you're at ten dollars a day, you're at half the cost of what it would cost to be in front of them in person. Plus, they're seeing you each and every single, nearly every single day for an entire year. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I I know that there's like certain ways to do the targeting and the marketing and everything. I'm just naive to it all. I want to learn how to do it, but um, you know, like I had said, I'm just a one-man band right now. And if I could get someone in my pocket that knows how to like build my build the brand out, that would be amazing. Well, the simplest thing to do is one after you have the asset. Let's say it's a video, right? Um, you could go into the platforms and then each one will give you an analytics platform and an advertising platform. And it's very intimidating at first when you first look at these things. It's like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. I don't think I could do it. But once you kind of like just follow like step-by-step -step instructions, it becomes like the easiest thing in the world. Like um, the first thing that's going to come up is like, how much do you want to budget for your campaign? So. Uh, that's your target figure for the entire time the campaign runs. And you can run a campaign for up to a year. So if you want to run a campaign for up to a year, you can put $3,600 for your whole year. And then what we'll do is we'll break down how much that is by day. Uh, the next thing you want okay. to do is um, it's going to say what demographics you want to hit. And that, if you want your product out in U.S. stores, you could click United States. Pretty simple, right? Okay. Yeah. It's going to say male, female, and age range. If you're targeting buyers, you don't have to play with those buttons. You could just skip those. Then the next thing is going to say um, <clears throat> interests or activities or um, occupation. And there you're going to type in purchasers. And then it's going to find the people who are like of the purchasing departments of different companies. And that's what they do for a living. Then the next layer is you want to target by company. So you want to put employed by, and then you want to add in like Walgreens and all these different companies. Then um, on the next slide, it says write an introduction for your video. Upload your video. And then um, add a link where they could click through for your video. So they see the video, they watch it, they click through your website, and yeah, it's Pretty easy. It's really simple. It sounds a lot more complicated than it really is. But when you do that, you're able to set your budget and target the people who are purchasers.
Yeah, I think I could totally do that. Yeah, it's really simple. <laughs> like if you're having trouble with it, I could hop on and actually help walk you through it too. Okay, that'd be rad. Yeah, and then um, another thing you could do is you don't have to just be targeting just the pe people for um, going out there and... Um, <clears throat> Uh, you don't just have to be targeting the people who are uh, purchasers at companies. You could also target the people who are actually uh, interested in the products. So, like, let's say you were using that same platform and you kind of went through the same uh, tactics of going by United States, um, any age, and you target. So um, if you're doing cookies, you could um, uh, go out there and target people who are interested in one, Kahlua, and then two, cookies. So when you're targeting the people who are interested in both these things, uh, they're more likely to buy your cookies too because they've already expressed an interest in one, Kahlua, and two, cookies. So then you have a little bit more sure. of a targeted audience. And since yeah, you're targeting awesome. people... And since you're targeting people with both those interests, what ends up happening is your ad specifically could say something like Kahlua in it too, so then people recognize that Kahlua's in particular cookies that you're advertising. Can I ask you a question? Sure. So what is all this about funnels that I'm seeing like crazy on my Facebook, all these things about learn to funnel. Once you learn to funnel, you're going to have, you know, a $6 million house just off your funnel. What, what are they talking about? So if you were selling a product that costs $5,000, $100,000, a million dollars, you probably need a funnel because that sets up your email list, that gets people contacted back, that gets your salespeople to call them and everything. But you're selling a $25 product, so yeah. um, <laughs> you don't really need a funnel. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know. I'm like, am I missing out by not funneling? I don't understand what a funnel is, and I didn't want to pay like $99 to learn how to funnel if it's not something I need to do. Yeah, for your particular business, it's not really necessary. I mean, yeah, it's probably never going to be necessary for your kind of business. All you have to do is really, once people purchase your products and buy them one time, they're already going into a subscription, so they're kind of set there. Another thing, I guess, you could say, if you want to learn more about cookies, you could sign up with your email address here, but... Um, if you're going to be on the cookie site and you're not buying, then I don't know why you would leave your email when... Yeah, um, I just ignore the funnel information. It's not that beneficial for your business. Um, another thing you could do is when you're going out there and you're sharing content, just think of different ways you could include your personality and provide educational content instead of just focusing strictly on... These are why these cookies are so great, because there's two types of content you can produce. One's going to be the educational type. Uh, one's going to be the more, uh, actually, there's three types. One's the educational type. One's kind of the story and the backstory of how you got involved. And you could go as far back as you want with that. You could go 20 years ago. You could go 10 years ago. And you could kind of add in different stories that kind of narrate out your background. And then the third kind of content is the uh, content where you're really talking highly about the product and how great they are. Um, for the for the talking about how great your product is, that usually is better if you could get your customers to go and make little tiny videos about themselves eating it or talking about how great they are, as opposed to you doing it yourself. Um, what people are really yeah, to that's buy. what my branding guy uh, John like again with Titan Creative. He said we need to start getting people posting and videos of when they receive their box of cookies, like how happy they are and what their, you know, experience is. Cause my return rate right now on customers is at 86%. And the only ones that aren't buying again are the ones that have like bought it for a gift for somebody, you know? So, um, but the people that are buying it directly are rebuying. Some of them are, you know, well, a lot of them are like six-month subscribers or whatever. And it's not just a subscription box. You can do a one-time purchase also. A subscription box is just how I started, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's a great thing, especially since you have the high rate of retention. That means people are really hooked onto the product, and that's as good as it sounds. So that's a really good thing. 
Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't know how many people are out there, you know, listening to us visit about this right now. But if there is anyone out there that, you know, can would think that they would be an amazing partner with, with this with me, man, I'm open to learning how to, you know, get to the next level. And, you know, a, a, a shark type investor would be amazing. Yeah, and if someone on here is listening and they do feel that your business is viable, I mean, the, uh, people who listen to the show come from all different types of backgrounds, so there could potentially be someone who's um, listening and really looking forward to a product like this right now. It is really an up-and-coming thing, which is funny because I started it, like I say, back in in uh, September, but it's just, you know, um, just... Last month, someone sent me an email or video showing me that um, Bailey's is starting to do Bailey's infused chocolate chips. And then today, mm-hmm. someone just said that uh, haagen has just done a, a line of six booze-infused ice creams. So this is an up-and-coming thing that's really popular. MSNBC featured um, three booze-infused businesses that are just local. They're not national brands. That, um, so it, it's definitely something that is getting ready to, like, get crazy, and I think that's why it has such success in such a small amount of time. So, um, you know, it's an awesome opportunity for sure. I'm really, really blessed. Yeah, it definitely does sound like that, and we're about to hop off to the com- next commercial break, and we'll be back at soon. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to The Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast-track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. This is Leonard Kim with Molly B. of Molly B. Zingers. And we've been talking about her website and different things that she can do to really elevate and get her brand out there. Um, One of the things that we discussed was putting her as the face of the company and going out there and creating videos. Another thing that we could really do to help and propel Molly's brand is um, start to share little pieces of your story. Like if we were to share pieces of your story from like um, how you grew up, what it was like, and and you started answering like thinking about all these like personal questions about like how you were raised, what you were like, how it was to raise, uh, work at a bar, how it was to run a bar, and all these various things that you've done in your life. A lot of them may seem off-brand when it comes to cookie-related uh, activities, but what's, what you end up doing is when you take all these little tiny stories of what you went through in life and 
start to share them in different ways, whether it's writing, video, or whatever it may be. When you share these stories, people begin to buy into you. They go, oh, wow, that's an interesting story. I wonder who wrote it. And when they start looking you up, they look through your bio, they read about what you do for a living, and they're like, oh, she has a cookie business. And when they go to your cookie business site, they're like, wow, there's cookies here. I already like her. I'm already interested in who she is as a person. If she has an amazing product, too, I want to go and support her. So if you're going out there and you're also creating different types of content that you're able to relate to a bigger audience by sharing all the multiple experiences that you had in your life, maybe raising a child, talking about motherhood, any single topic that you're talking about, it's all going to guide people back into figuring out who you are. When they figure out who you are, they're going to fall into your cookie business too. And if they like cookies and they like alcohol, chances are they're going to be buying your product too. (laughs) That's an awesome idea. So do you think that I should do that like on my actual like um, Molly B's Bingers website or our Instagram or our Facebook page or a different avenue? Um, for those personal stories, maybe they wouldn't be on your website, but they would be on platforms like LinkedIn, like Facebook, like Twitter, uh, Quora, okay. Medium, and all these different places. Because like Quora, Medium, and LinkedIn, they all have these huge networks of people who subscribe to their uh, platform. And like all these people follow like food and tips like that. And then if you're going and you're sharing your food tips or something like that or your personal stories, they're going to be pushing your content out to these different networks. Um, another thing is if you think about food, there's all these different, like, one, um, publications that are focused on to either a specific location or, like, a national publication, like cooking.com or, like, um, healthyeating.com or all these different, like, different food sites. Um, as you start developing up your profile and you're starting to create a lot of content under your own name, um, as time goes by, you could ask if you could start contributing to these different sites, too. Or be uh, have your product talked about in their different magazines and things like that. And then as time goes by, the more content that you have out there, the more people who are going to be ultimately finding the cookie business too. That's very cool. So I would do that just to confirm. I would do that on my Molly B's Bingers Facebook page then or LinkedIn or whatever. I wouldn't do it under my personal one. Uh, I feel like everyone knows me on my personal one already. I, I would do it on your personal one and expand your personal networks. Okay. Yeah, because um, as people begin to get to know you, they're going to see you as the face of the company. And as you're the face of the company, when people go and buy into you, some people will want to get to know you because they think you're an amazing person. Some people will want to get to know you because they think that you're amazing at business. And some people are going to want to get to know you and realize that you do have a cookie business too and become your customer. So when you uh, lead with yourself as opposed to the brand, it just kind of opens that door a little bit more so you're able to hit more target areas to really bring in more business. That makes sense. That's so interesting. I never looked at it that way. And that's why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have so much experience just in like the uh, food and beverage industry, uh, owning a bar and everything. Like so many people probably want to know about like how the insides of like how that kind of industry works. And when you're sharing and you're revealing things about how your personal experience with that, people are going to be like, wow, that's a fascinating story. What's she doing now for a living? Oh, she runs this cookie company. I kind of wanted to go and try these out and support her. And it kind of gives you that different dynamic with the uh, with the uh, customers that you're creating. It's creating more of that personal touch. And then when you tie that in to the homemade feel of the booze infused cookies, then you kind of have a win-win where it's like she's delivering the cookies right to my door. <laughs> right. I like it. Yeah, so that's really what could help you strengthen your brand to kind of that next level where you could become a household uh, brand or you could be at the doorsteps of everyone in the U.S. Um, Of course, money is going to be a necessary component of it, so um, hopefully you do find an investor. But also at the same time, if enough cookie orders do come in and you do scale properly, then maybe you wouldn't even need an investor if you started to grow from just the uh, grassroots efforts and gone to a lot of people's homes too. So there's always that possibility. Taking money is not always the best option. Sure. And learning to scale properly is 
you know, going to be the, the key component here because I do, you know, you do have to do it right and make sure to do it with excellence. And, and, uh, I, I have a pretty good grasp. That's why I haven't like accepted the, the, you know, initial like sit down with Walgreens or whatever, because I knew that I needed to be prepared correctly before I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, I want to, I want to have all my ducks in a row and, you know, but at the same time, I don't want to lose the opportunity because they're getting ready to purchase right now for their 2019 holiday season right now. So I need to yeah. make sure that they know I'm, I hear them, but I also want to make sure that I'm ready and prepared. Yeah. So, I mean, if I were you, I would just run by the banks, talk, talk about bridging gap loans and see what they could potentially do. And if there's a possibility there, then maybe you could even take on those orders now because you'll have someone who's funding it because they know the POs in place. Um, right. You've seen Shark Tank, right? I love that show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like when when you see the people with a PO on the show, like they get bids immediately because the investors they kind of know that, like Mark Cuban, Damon John, all these other guys, like they know that they could take that PO to like a bridging um, a place that funds bridging gap loans, and they're like, well. I could own this company instead and make all my money back this easily. And they usually hop on those opportunities. So, Right. That's because it's already a fundable deal and people just aren't liking it in the right places. So right. So it's an opportunity. Right. And, you know, I honestly, of. I haven't tried very hard at all to sell these little buggers. Like, they just sell for themselves. Like the, the word of mouth. And I, again, I'm just in a 4,000 people town, but I already have restaurants and little drive through espresso places in Anchorage, which is, you know, I'm 4,000 people. There are 350,000 people. So the growth is, is crazy. And those sales for those restaurants that are carrying my cookies there and the, the espresso places and stuff in Anchorage are all based off of them having friends down where I live that gave them a cookie and they experienced it and they wanted to have them in their business. So that's awesome. And like I say, I, I've got people that have reached out to me in Anchorage and they're like, we want your cookies, we want your cookies, or we want your cookies. So I, it's exciting, but I want to I, I want to make sure that I do it all correctly, you know, so I don't want to overextend myself and be in a position where I can't, my supply and demand is not, you know, perfect. And so I'd like to find, you know, a, a cookie factory in Alaska, but that's just not tangible. So that's why I um, started looking in the lower 48. And I didn't know this, and you may know this because you're a smart feller, but... Um, Apparently, you have to, like, be accepted by a co-packer. You don't get to just, like, pick one out and say, you're going to do my cookies. Like, they have to understand your concept, know what you're doing, and then they have to say, okay, yes, we'll take you on. And I learned that. So I had to go through five different co-packers before I could find one that was willing to scale with me and bake my cookies and, and do everything. And they'll even do my box subscriptions for me and, and deliver them for me and everything. But it took a good minute to find them. I thought it was going to be so easy, and it wasn't easy. But now I have that, and interestingly enough, my margins got way bigger because in Alaska, we have to have everything shipped here. So, like, a dozen eggs is, um, you know, or 18 eggs is $4, and, you know, a pound wow. of butter is $4, and that's on sale. So, but in the lower 48, that's what we tell you guys, everything is so much cheaper. And so, because my co-packer is in the lower 48, my cost even though they're, they have a factory and they're paying the insurance, the overhead and putting, baking my cookies and putting, but because my costs are so much less there because of their supplies, my margins went way bigger. And it's so exciting to me that that's there. I, you know, it's, so it's, it's, it's just a really good, lots of good things are happening. Yeah, it seems like everything's going on in the right direction, and I'm pretty certain that your business is going to be extremely successful. And, uh, you know, a year or two from now, it's probably going to be a household name, and the more people who share it, the more people who enjoy it, the better it's going to be. Another small thing that you could also do is <clears throat> if you find different people on social media who already eat a lot of food, like in L.A., there's like a hundred people who go out there and they just go to every single restaurant and they just eat all the time. If you find like a group of like those types of people with like big followings of people who really like food and you send them cookies, they might share it too. And that could also bring up more buzz and more people looking into what you're doing. So it's really just one um, focusing on 
getting the product out there in front of people who have audiences engaged in food to using um, your personal story to really go out there and share. And three, um, using advertising tools to make sure you're targeting the right people. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and regardless, it's all going to grow. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I I know that it is, and I'm really thrilled about it. And I do have like a three-year plan. I have a, um, you know, because I have aced the extracts I want to have an extract line you know Molly Beast extracts and then like aprons on like a little kitchen line not huge because you know I'm not Martha Stewart or whatever you know and I wouldn't want to compete yeah. with that but just <laughs> something that shows my little retro-y look you know and and um you know just bringing a, a fun fun look to to cooking I think that'll be fun yeah, I think that would be really fun. And one of the things that I could do is, since you hopped onto the show, is I have a whole course that teaches you everything that you need to know about personal branding. Kind of goes into the advertising stuff that we discussed, what kind of content to go out there and create. Uh, normally, I sell that for about $2,600, but I could give that to you for free after the show. So that gives you all the information that, awesome. that you really need. Yay! <laughs> yay! Super Yay! Yay. Um, on a scale of like 1 to 10, in regards to the advice I gave, what would you kind of rate it? For you, gosh, I would definitely say you knocked it out of the park for me. I learned a lot today, and I'm really excited about that. So you're a 10. Yay. So glad to hear that. Um, uh, I really look forward to trying your cookies, and I can't wait for them to come in the mail. And I'll probably be another one of the subscribers, too. So <laughs> you have that one in your favor. And just yeah. so I can do a little plug here, our, our February cookie for Valentine's Day is a um, red velvet dark chocolate chip cookie with a cheesecake center um, that has got tequila rose infused in it. And tequila rose is a strawberry liqueur with tequila in it, which is delicious. So that's our February cookie of the month, and they're super, super good. The cookies are humongous. They're four ounces. And if you want a comparison, you would probably compare it to something like Mrs. Fields or Grandma's cookies or whatever, and those are about an ounce. So... um, We're real hefty cookies, (laughs) and it's $30 a dozen. So when you buy 10, you get two for free, or we also have minis now, and the minis are an ounce each, and they are um, $18 a dozen, and it comes in a super cute box. They're really great for gifts for clients, family, or just for yourself. If you're in the market for cookies, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And if you have other gifts like birthdays and other things, these Molly B. Singers, they, they've been selling off the shelves in Alaska. And I'm pretty sure that um, everyone's taste buds are pretty similar. So if everyone in Alaska likes it, once it gets to the States, once it gets international, this is something you definitely want to try and get on first. So you heard it here. Um, was it, were there any closing things that you wanted to say, Molly? before we close out? Well, we're already international from my subscription box. I've got Germany and I've got Poland and nationwide. I just sent cookies today to New York and to Ohio. So get on the bus. (laughs) Everyone get on this train. We're going. Awesome. Well, everyone, cookies are a great thing. They're a great conversation starter. They're a great gift. They're a great thing to eat yourself. So if you're ready to get some cookies, check out um, Molly, M-O-L-L-Y-B-S, dot s-h-o-p and get some cookies and you can always find me at mr larry kim and we'll be back next week with another episode of grow your influence thanks so much for having me it was a great time anytime thank you for making us part of your week Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.